0: Good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Good morning. Let's stand to our feet. We are going to worship. Psalms 118 says, Open for me the gates where the righteous enter, and I will go in and thank the Lord. These gates lead to the presence of God. And Cathedral of Faith, we all have the opportunity together to walk into the great exchange to walk into the great transformation where God, we can give him whatever it is that is on our heart and our prayers and he gives us what only he can give us. So beauty for ashes, strength for weakness, healing for sickness, hope when we're at, we we don't even know where to go. This is the great exchange. So cathedral of faith, the gates are open. Let's walk in together, let's thank the Lord and let's believe for him to do what only he can do. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Yes.
1: Cathedral of Faith, come on, somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together with us. Let's celebrate the name of the Lord.
2: Shout out your praise. come on and give him a shout of praise. Hey. Sing it together. We sing to the God who heals, we sing to the God who saves, we sing to the God who always makes a way. Cause he hung up on that cross, then he rose and from that wave. My God's still rolling stones away. Hey! There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet as we shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in to play, And we won't be quiet as we shout out your praise. We were the beggars, and now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, and now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. at the house of the Lord praise. yeah, praise. We were the beggars, and now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. Now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepting, redeemed by His grace. Let the house of the Lord be praised. Come on, let me hear you say, Come on! There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet. We shout out. Come on,
1: one more time. Let's shout out his praise. Yes.
2: Hallelujah.
1: There's joy in the house of the Lord. If you believe it, say amen. Yeah. You know what else is in the house? Healing is in the house, freedom is in the house, life is in the house, hope is in the house, reconciliation, redemption is in the house of the Lord. Do you receive it right now? Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship him. Healing is here, healing is here, healing is here, and I receive it, yes, healing is here. You receive it. Just lift your hands in this moment.
3: Healing
1: is here. Sing it with us. Say, healing is here. And I believe it. Cause yes, I believe it.
2: I reach my hands to the heavens. I lift my eyes. Where my help comes from, I look to you, my rock, my healer. I trust in you. Now
1: we say it together. Say freedom is here. Say freedom is here. Oh, we thank you, Lord, that freedom is here. is here. I receive it right now, yes, and I receive it. Say freedom is here. Yes, freedom
2: is here. There's liberty in this place, Lord. Freedom is here. Oh, freedom is here, right, right here now. Freedom is here. I believe
1: Come on, we reach our hands. Come on. Say I reach my
2: hands to the heavens. I lift my
1: that again I reach my hands come on I reach my
2: hands to the heavens I lift my eyes where my help comes from I look to you my rock my healing trusting you
1: yeah we make this statement right here in faith Sickness can't stay any longer,
2: your perfect love is casting out fear, cause you are the God
1: of all power, and it is your will that my life is healed. We say it together, come on, sickness,
2: say Sickness sickness can't stay. I'm proud. To the That's it. Come on. I lift. Lift my eyes where my help comes from. I look to you. I look to you. My rock, my healer, I trust in you. in my body healing is here in my soul and my spirit
1: somebody cry out to the Lord we can trust his
2: name we can trust in the Lord hallelujah oh I trust in you right now God we need you we need you in our city Lord we need you in our country Lord WE NEED YOU IN OUR CHURCHES, LORD. WE NEED YOU IN OUR HOMES, LORD. YEAH. OH, WE TRUST IN YOU, JESUS. YOU HAVE NEVER FAILED US. YOU HAVE NEVER LET US DOWN. NO, NO, NO. OH, I TRUST IN THE NAME OF THE LORD. I trust in the name of the Lord, oh yes. Come on, I think somebody just needs a release of praise right here
1: in this moment. Come on, somebody just cry out thanksgiving.
2: Somebody cry out a prayer for your loved ones, for your health, for your hope, for your family, for your future. Come on, cry out to the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous will run in and we are saved. shout of praise, come on, hallelujah, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you,
4: God, amen, God is good, and all the time, well, I, I love the Psalms, There are prayer book, there are our praise book, and Psalm 103 reads this way, oh, my soul, bless God, from head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. Oh, my soul, bless God. Don't forget a single blessing. He forgives your sins. Everyone, can somebody say amen to that? He heals your diseases. Everyone, can somebody say amen? He redeems you from hell, saves your life. Can somebody say amen to that? He crowns you with love and mercy, a paradise crown. He wraps you in goodness, beauty eternal. He renews your youth. You're always young in his presence. Can somebody give God praise? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, if right now you're feeling a little younger, boy, there's something that happens when we get together and worship God. And, and I invite you to join with me in praying the prayer. The, The most important prayer we can ever pray, it's the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, the Lord's Prayer, would you read it with me? Mean it with all your heart. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you God, we love you. We love you Lord, amen. Well before you're seated, look at someone and tell them you're looking younger already, go ahead. You're looking younger already. Again, thanks so much for being here and worshiping with us this weekend. Wherever you're at, if you're here on campus, on site, in the building, out in the amphitheater, in the drive-in, thanks so much for being here. If you're watching online, part of our online faith community, we love our online community. Thank you for locking in with us at the different campuses around the Bay Area. Thanks so much for joining with us today. We have a lot of things happening at Cathedral of Faith. Let me mention, first of all, that if you're a newcomer here at Cathedral of Faith, you can see a QR code up on the screen, if we can bring that up. And boy, if you'd like to get connected, find out some more information about the cathedral, you can scan that code, and it will take you to a place that gets you connected as a newcomer here at Cathedral of Faith. And then at the end of February... We're going to be hosting Ignite Silicon Valley Marriage Conference. and I'm so excited about this event. In fact, we've got a, a little video clip of one of our speakers, Michael Jr. He's one of the leading Christian comedians in the country. And here's a little clip from him.
3: I'm watching TV, right? I'm watching TV and this commercial came on. You've seen it before. It's a commercial where the, the old lady, she fell down and she's like, help, I'm falling and I can't get up. First thing I'm thinking, why don't the cameraman help her? He right there. Yo, Michael Jr. here. I am so pumped and excited. I'm coming to San Jose, the Cathedral of Faith. I get to be a part of the Ignite Marriage Conference and you get to be a part as well. So by all means, you want to make sure that you are there. We're gonna laugh, we're gonna learn, we're going to expand our understanding about marriage. So we can help our marriages and other people as well. It's gonna be awesome! And to get you ignited with the comedy, we actually are gonna send you my comedy special, like right now, so you can watch it and get the laughs going before I even get there. So all you do is go to michaeljr.com extra, watch my comedy special with your whole family, and then I'm gonna see you on February 25th and 26th. We're gonna have a blast.
4: Yeah, so it's gonna be so exciting. you know. And He's just one of the speakers, national speakers that uh, we're bringing to the Silicon Valley. So I encourage you, we're gonna have, uh, again, an in, in, uh, in the building option, outside in the amphitheater, a drive-in option, and we're also working on developing a streaming option if you'd like to do that. So we just hope that you'll join us. You can find out more information. If you're here on site, you can sign up in the back in the lobby right after service. And then, uh, before we, uh, I introduce the speaker, you could I, I love good news, amen? Let me give you a praise report. Because Cathedral of Faith, you, you've continued to be faithful for the last two years. You know, people still need to know Jesus in the Bay Area. And so we've continued to find ways to reach out to the Bay Area. One way we did that is by creating a special to air on Christmas morning on channel two. And now we aired an Easter special back uh, on Easter Sunday this, uh, in 2021. And on that day, we were told that it was the most watched program on CBS between nine o'clock and five o'clock. Isn't that awesome? Wow, That the, the message of Jesus Christ was going out to the Bay Area. Well, this TV special did even more. That we had 4% of all the TVs that were tuned, uh, turned on back on Easter, they were locked into this special. This Christmas, 5% of all the TVs that were on in the Bay Area were watching our Christmas television special, Exalting Jesus Christ in the Bay Area. Isn't that great? Wow. So thank you. Thank you for the way that you've continued to give and to be faithful with your giving, whether you've, you, know, you text it, whether you give online, whether you uh, give through the app, or give after service. Thank you for your faithfulness, and I want to speak God's blessing over your finances. Father, thank you for Cathedral. Thank you for the way that this church continues to reach out with the good news of Jesus Christ Declaring Jesus in the Bay Area, lifting him up. And Father, I pray that you would continue to bless your people. Make them a target of your favor. Open doors for them. Give them promotion. Lord, enlarge their territory. Bless them in an even greater way so they can be a greater blessing in the days ahead. And all God's people said, amen. 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 Well, for our guest speaker today, I'm going to invite you to stand if you're here on site, and I'm so excited. I think it's the first time he's actually spoken for us uh, here on a Sunday. It's hard to believe. You see that we haven't done this sooner. His wife, Pastor Shelley Wilson, is on staff with us here at Cathedral. You know Shelley. And Bishop E.C. Wilson is one of the many great pastors we have in the South Bay who leads great churches. And E.C. has stepped up to give us a message in this power-up series. That's what we're thinking about all month long. And I'm telling you, you better put your seatbelt on for this message because you are going to need it. I was about to soar. (laughs) And so I want you to give a great big welcome to Bishop E.C. Wilson as he comes to bring the word today. Hey, buddy. Thank
5: you so much. I love you, buddy. Well, everybody, if you can, somebody help me say power up. Power up. Well, let's go on this side. Somebody help me say power up. power up. The middle, are you here? Somebody power up. You see, when we get powered up, we're ready to go. When we get powered up, we're ready to go and be who Jesus has called us to be, ready to go and do what Jesus has called us to do because he made a very emphatic statement before he left. He says, I want you to wait until you be endued with power from on high because what I've called you to do is going to help you through some turbulence that you are going to face along the way. So when we consider the reality that Jesus himself has assured us that he's going to give us strength to endure whatever challenges we face, we can eternally say beyond emotion, beyond intellect, that we in Christ can power up. If you believe it, give God some praise in this place. Would you help me to just pray and ask God to help me as we deliver this word? Father... We are thrilled that here at the Cathedral of Faith, your promise continues to ring eternal and even fresh this morning. And God, I ask that you would take this flawed, broken piece of clay and speak your word. Holy Spirit, I'm depending on you. We are depending on you. Thank you in advance for what you're going to do in the lives of these, your people. We give you praise and thanksgiving in advance in Jesus' name. And the people of God said amen and amen. God bless you as you're seated. I want to take a moment and and, and truly thank my my brother, your pastor, uh, Ken Foreman, friend for so many years. Uh, When I think of he, I think of his dad. I think of Papa Foreman. I think of... Mama Shirley, I think of his brother Kurt, uh, the extended family, Elisa, I'm still looking for Elisa, maybe she'll show up at some point. I made a mistake and called her Barbara, Barbie earlier in the early service, so <laughs> please forgive me, some of you remember Ken and Barbie, right? So <laughs> forgive me of that, that error, but she looks like a little princess, you have to understand, she's, she's 15 minutes away from where I was born and raised, so we're very close proximically, uh, and where we were born there in Florida. But God has been so good to us. All of our lives, God has been faithful. Every challenge you face, every sickness, every pain, every unmet expectation, God has met you in that moment. And I'm believing with your pastor that here this morning, he's going to not only meet you in this moment, but he is going to cause us to move beyond where we are and prepare us for another level here in 2022. If you believe it, just raise your right hand and put it back down. I believe with all my heart. Yeah, somebody's giving God prayer, whoever that is. Thank you. We are so thrilled that God has graced us with this privilege this morning, with this opportunity to be with you here live on this campus. When you think about the history here, you have to just pause and say, God, you've been so good. Amen. You've been so good good. You've been so good. And here we are, you've entrusted us now to continue to carry the mantle connected with believers who are already in heaven and those who girdle the globe. How fortunate we are to be on such a team. So this morning as we endeavor this series Power Up I want to bring to your attention a passage of scriptures found in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. If you can read that on the screen with me, please. Let's read it together. Uh, Paul says these words. I am certain that God who began his good work in you will continue performing it until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Now, that day can happen today. And God wants you ready right now. I believe that there are a whole bunch of you here who are already ready. I know that there are those of you who love Jesus. There are those of you who have what we call a robust Romance with the Redeemer. You are in love with Jesus, and this is why we keep coming. This is why we keep giving. This is why we keep praying beyond our emotions, beyond our surrounding challenges, because we believe the God who loves us, the God who gave us his love to love him, to love others, to love ourselves, and even to love our enemies, this great God is connected with us, and he says, listen, this is personal. It is so personal That Jesus himself, when God looked around heaven and saw the sin problem, saw my sin, saw your sin, saw the sin of the whole world, he looked around and said, we've got to do something about this challenge. Jesus, I want you to go down and solve this sin problem. God sent his best. And when we celebrate Christmas, we just celebrated Christmas. When you think about it, the celebration of Christmas Jesus came to be with us. He wants to remind us, listen, whoever else leaves, I'm going to be there. If your ride or die backs out, I'm going to be there. When you have challenges in your thinking, in your mind, in your emotions, in your body, I'm not going to leave. I'm going to be right there. If you end up in the hospital, I'm going to be there. If you fall down in the kitchen, I'm going to be there. If you go out back and get bitten by a sniper, I am going to be there. He came down low enough to be in any situation that you and I could find ourselves in. And he says, look, I am with you. Christmas, I'm with you. And then he didn't stop there. He says, this is so personal. I'm going on to Calvary because I know you can't even die for yourself you're not even ready for death. So I'm gonna to go to Calvary and he hung there and bled and died and took my sin and your sin, and the sin of the whole world upon himself. You've got to think about that for just a moment. All of my sin from yesterday, all of my sin today, all of my sin tomorrow, it doesn't give me a license to just go out and do whatever. No, 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 no. He says, I'm going to take care of what you could not take care of your, of your own. Your own. I'm going to die. He hung there long enough, loved us enough to remind us that I am for you. At Christmas, in the manger, I'm with you, Emmanuel. At Calvary, on the cross, wouldn't come down, I am for you. And then when the feast of Pentecost came around, he reminded his disciples before they left. I mean, they were so disturbed. Oh, no, no way. Jesus, you can't be leaving us. And you'll read in John 14, we said, let not your heart be troubled. I'm going, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back again. I make you, I give you my promise. I pledge to you that I'm going, but I'm coming back. So he came in the manger to remind us that he's with us. He died at Calvary to remind us that he's for us. And after he arose and ascended to be seated at the right hand of his father at Pentecost, he reminds us that he is going to live in us. Oh, some of you may, that may have to sink in. Because at regeneration, the Holy Spirit came and put you in the body of Christ. And then after you were regenerated, you said, Father, I know that I'm going to need some help on this journey. He said, I'm not going to leave you helpless. I'm going to send you some help. Those of you mothers who cannot remember cooking, hamburger helper, help her make a good meal, I'm not talking about hamburger helper. I'm talking about the helper who is the Holy Spirit, who knows how to get you through, who knows how to cook it up, who knows how to serve it up, who knows how to help you through any challenge that you face. I will be your helper. So he says, this is personal. This is personal. So this morning, I want you to consider when you hear the terminology PPE, how we thank God, for personal protective equipment. In fact, I'd like for us to pause and say, God, thank you for all of those who are serving on the front line, all of those doctors, all of those nurses, all of those who labor out in the marketplace, who depend on the PPE to help protect you and me. Would you help me to just all over Silicon Valley, all over this United States and beyond, PPE. But here it is, beloved, I want you to see these initials in a different light this morning. When you think of PPE, before we're done, I want you to think of personal performance enhancer. PPE. Not PE, some of you didn't like PE. Some of us flunked out of PE. But... In fact, that's the only A that some of us made, right, P-E. No, but P-P-E, personal performance enhancer. Paul said these words. He says, God who began his good work in you. That word in is in the locative case in the original language. It denotes location. It denotes guidance. It denotes time. He said, I'm gonna be in you. And beloved, wherever you are, when you breathe your last breath, you want to make sure that you are in Christ, the safest location on the planet. So no matter whether you're flying or driving or drowning in a pool, he says, when you are in me, your last breath will be your best breath. If any man be in Christ, he is a new, 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 new in Christ. Locative case in the Greek. In, he says, he who began his good work. Do you believe, beloved, that you are the masterpiece of God? Amen. Study the scripture. You are God's masterpiece. God loves you so much, you can't mire it. You can't mess it up. You can't get in the mirror and put on enough makeup to mess up, you being his masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. Yeah, that's a good place to give him praise. The devil can't mess it up. Your past can't mess it up. Circumstances can't mess it up. Sickness can't mess it up. Disease can't mess it up. You are God's masterpiece. Created for good works. And so just like Jesus did, the Bible says, he went about doing good, and healing all manner of disease, and he continued his work until his work was done. The same mantra, when he says, Father, I finished all that you called me to do. Paul picks up the theme, and he says, God who began his good work in you. is personal. Then he says, not only am I going to begin this good work in you, I'm gonna perform it. I'm gonna give you the ability to do what you can't do on your own. Because if you perform without Him, that's all it is a performance. However, when He performs the work, He gets the glory, He gets the credit, He is the one who is exalted, and you make sure that any time somebody gives you a compliment, you bow your knees and you give the roses back to where they belong. You say, God, it belongs to you. You are the one who's doing this. It's not about me, it's about you. And so he performs. The Bible says that God will not just perform, he'll continue performing it. The challenge that many believers are facing, they go through trauma or they go through a challenge and the enemy, the mental heckler, sits on your shoulder and he tries to remind you of your past, tries to remind you of something that you have no control over, tries to get you depressed and distracted and filled with trauma, attempts to interrupt your progress, but when you let the personal performance of Jesus Christ and the person of the Holy Spirit do his work on the inside of you. I can't describe it in words. I can't articulate it in words. I don't have the vocabulary to describe it. All I know is something good happens on the inside of you. And you join the writer when he says, all taste and see that God is good. God is good. You don't have to try to perform on your own. It's personal. He is the one who performs the work and he continues to do it all the way to the end. Personal, God who began his good work in you. Performance, he will continue his ability in you and you'll never run out because you're connected with the one who is eternal. And his promise says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Personal, performance, enhancer. If you've lived long enough, you've been through some dry spells. If you've lived long enough, in fact, if you get to a certain age, you get what we call a Dunlap. You figure that out on your own. (laughs) Right? I despise it with a passion because it interrupts my mobility. It interrupts my energy level. But God says, by His Spirit, These words, dunamis, energy, kratos, vigor, exousia, authority, energon, effectiveness. God says, I'm going to make you more effective than you can be on your own if you will allow me to personally guide you, perform you, work in you, keep my work going on the inside of you, I will enhance when you get tired, when you get weary, when you get worn, I'll pick you back up. So you get up, you look up, and you never give up. Why? Because the enhancer is on the inside of you. Beloved, God loves you so much. He brought you to this Power Up series to remind you that we're going to a new level in 2022. 2021 is gone. You can't do nothing about it. Leave it alone. It's a new year. It's a new day. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. He's making all the things new. Why? Because it's personal. He's performing it. And he is going to enhance every effort that we give for the kingdom of God. Every effort to reach somebody. Every effort to help somebody. Every effort to support somebody. Every effort to reconcile with somebody, every effort to see that people are forgiven, every effort, he says, I'm going to enhance it because there are people in this valley, there are people in your neighborhood, there are people in your family. They need not just to pick up, but they need to power up. They need to be able to get up and go again. Personal performance enhancer. I want to move towards leaving you with a word that I pray. You'll never forget. Here at the Cathedral of Faith, I know you, uh, you get taught the word of God. It's being taught here over 60 years. And I do believe that when you understand this word, you understand that God uses power individuals. The Apostle Paul, God empowered him to do what God called him to do. God is empowering you to do and to be who he's called you to do. And when you think about individual power people, you think about people like the Apostle Paul. You think about Kurt Foreman. You think about those who continue to labor because they have their eyes on the prize in the right place. They know why they're doing, what they're doing, for whom they're doing it, for the glory of God. So you have power individuals. And then you have power couples, power couples like Pastor Ken and Elisa, I got it straight this time. I didn't say (laughs) Barber. Like Pastor Mike and Linda, who've been here for years. Like Dr. Wayne. Yeah, go ahead and give God praise for this staff. (laughs) Dr. Wayne and Diane. The list goes on. The list goes on. But God uses powerful individuals. God uses powerful couples. And then God uses powerful families. Think about your family. Think about where God has brought you from. Think about some of you who matriculated to where you are now and God built your family. My wife and I, we chose to build a household of faith. We knew that we needed the Holy Spirit to help us build a family that would represent the kingdom of God. And then when you think about the Philippian jailer, the Philippian jailer, an old Roman soldier, they're watching and then all of a sudden he knew that he was going to be in trouble if those prisoners got out. All of a sudden, the jail shakes, the prisoners get up, their chains break off. Oh, no, what am I going to do? He says, well, I might as well go ahead and kill myself because I know I'm in trouble. No, beloved, if you're in trouble, you don't have to kill yourself. If you're in trouble, if you're depressed, you can get some help. You have the counselor. Come on, somebody help me. There are too many people who are checking out. You don't need to check out. You need to check in to the counselor's office. Check in and let the mighty counselor give you strength beyond your oppression, strength beyond your depression, strength beyond your past, strength beyond your failure, strength beyond whatever you're facing. Let the mighty counselor strengthen you where you are in the season that you're in. And as he does it, You understand that God uses powerful individuals. He uses powerful couples. And then he uses powerful families. This man, the Bible says, he went back and they preached the word of God to him. He and his entire family came to know Jesus Christ. No matter who in your family is not saved, you keep believing, you keep praying, you keep living, you keep sharing, you keep letting them see that the performance enhancing person has powered you up for that moment to be there, to listen to them through their grief, through their pain. God uses powerful individuals. He uses power couples. He uses power families. He uses power families. He uses power couples. He uses power churches like the cathedral of faith. Yeah. The church at Ephesus, this power church, formidable, Love God, But they lost their zeal, they lost their passion. They needed to get powered up. Pastor Mike, they needed to take an extended siesta. They needed revival, they needed to get restored. They needed to take a break, they needed to take some rest and get their health back, get their swagger back. Help me somebody. You didn't think I could move like that, right? God says, I need you to take a siesta, take a break. Get yourself refreshed. Get yourself revived. Get back to your first love. It's not time for cowardice. It's time for confidence. Don't cast away. Don't cast away your confidence. It has great reward. So, beloved, as you see God using this power church, when we use the term power in front of the word individual, couple, family, or church, we're talking about people who understand what it means to be broken. Jesus took bread, he broke it, he blessed it, and then he gave it. You are most effective when you have been broken. Because then you humble yourself to see and understand that it's God at work in you. It is God doing what you can never take credit for. It is God who says, whatever has been broken will not be shattered. Hupty-duckty may have fallen off the wall, but God comes by, picks you up again, and allows you to roam, allows you to go again. Why? Because he loves you that much. Let me turn the corner here. I want you to remember that this is personal. Jesus came. He is the performer. He's at work in you mightily. He is the enhancer. And the reason why he enhances your work is because he leaves you with the Holy Spirit. He leaves you with the helper. You don't have to try to do this on your own. And so the word in the original language for helper, counselor, comforter is the word paraclete. 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 No, I didn't say pair of cleats. That's what the 49ers wear. When they won yesterday, they were wearing pairs of cleats. Help me, somebody. When the Raiders win next year, it's going to be because they're wearing the right cleats. Help me, somebody. No, 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 I didn't say pair of cleats. I I said para. What did I say? He is the paraclete, right? So, so, he says, no, no, not paraclete. If you don't understand paraclete, maybe you understand parakeet. <laughs> God is saying, I want you to say to yourself what I say about you. I say that you are the righteousness of God. I say that you are an overcomer. I say that you are more than a conqueror. I say that you are victorious. I say that you're going to win. You've got to say to yourself what God says about you. Repeat, repeat, repeat what God says about you. And then if you don't get parakeet, maybe you understand parasol. I'm from the South. The Southern Bells kept a a parasol. Keeps them from the rain. But the blessing is, when you have full coverage, God keeps you through the rain, through the storm, through the thunder, through the lightning. He becomes not just your parasol, but he is your enhancer. He is the paraclete. Well, you may not understand parasol. Maybe you understand parable. Jesus wants to continue to get his truth across to you, and he speaks his truth from heaven to earth in parables. You don't get maybe. Maybe you understand paragraph. Every chapter of your life is still being written. It's not time to throw in the towel. Hold on to your dream. Keep on dreaming. Don't give up. Keep looking up. Keep getting up because the Paraclete says. I am disposing truth to take you to another. Well, you may not get paragraph. Maybe you understand paramedics. Thank God for paramedics. Help me to thank God for paramedics. The paramedics show up when our people get in trouble. If you don't understand paramedic, maybe you understand paradigm. Because God is getting ready to shift you into another gear, to another level, to keep your focus. So you keep right on going to help somebody else who may stumble like we did. God helps you to help get them back up again. He's going to shift you into another gear of strength and hope and peace and kindness and love and joy. A shift in this new 2022 year. Then wherever you are, you and I are going to breathe the last breath. God's going to make sure that you have a safe landing He's going to provide a parachute. His parachute makes sure that when you land, you land safe. If you face some turbulence, God says, I'm going to get you through the turbulence onto the other side. And you come to the place of understanding as I close this morning. There's a pastor flying on a plane with over 200 other passengers. The plane reaches an altitude and all of a sudden everything begins to shake and rattle. The storm, the thunder, the plane is shaking like it's going to fall apart. The pastor looks around and he noticed people are crying. Some are praying. Some are holding their beads. But he looked around and saw This little six, seven-year-old girl with her legs folded under her, and she was reading a book. He says, are you kidding me? Everybody else is freaking out, and she's there in peace. What in the world is going on? You understand that God says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Jesus says, peace I give with you. Peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. And so, God blessed the pilot to land the plane safely. They get to the landing place. The passengers disembark from the plane. The pastor sees the little girl off to the side with her mother. He looks at the mother. He said, ma'am, may I please have a word with your daughter? She said, sure. He said, sweetie, I noticed when everybody was freaking out, you were sitting there just as calm and quiet, reading a book. He says, what, "What? What? What? What's that about?" She says, "Sir, my father is in the cockpit. Every time I fly, I know that my dad is going to get us to our destination safely." And beloved, yeah, that's a good. Place. Whoever, yeah, that's a good place to get. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, whatever the trauma, whatever the pain, whatever the loss, whatever the grieving, whatever the sickness, whatever the disease, whatever the disappointment, God says, "I got you." He's going to make sure that you have a safe landing, and your last breath will be your best breath because you are locked in. You are in Christ, powered up, ready to go. Why? Because God, who began his good work in you, is performing it, and he's going to perform it until the day that Jesus comes to take you home. Now, beloved, if you're here this morning, you don't know this Jesus who showed up and the storm shut up. You don't know this Jesus who says I'm with you. When I was at my worst moment, he was at his best. When I had fallen and thought I couldn't get back up again, he powered me up again. And I believe that he'll do the same for you. If you're here and you've never said Jesus, I want you to be in the I want you to be in the cockpit. I want you to, I've been trying to fly this plane by myself and I keep running into turbulence. I don't know how to land this thing. Jesus, I need you in the cockpit. And if you're here this morning, I'm not going to ask you to come down the aisle and shake my hand because it's not my hand you need to shake. You need to put your hand in the hand of the man who steals the water. You need to put your hand in the hand of the man who keeps you through turbulence. So if you're here this morning and you have never accepted Christ, this would be a historic day to do it. All I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to have a closing prayer. And if you want to be included in my closing prayer, you want to say, God, I want you in the cockpit. I want you to fly this plane. If that's you, all I'm going to ask you to do is to raise your right hand. I want to pray for you. If you want to be included in my closing prayer, you want to say, Jesus, I want to begin this new journey. Yes, I see it. Yes, 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 I see it. Yes, yes. Anybody else here? Yes, I see it. Yes, 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 yes. Here in the middle, yes, in the back. I see yes, 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 yes. Anybody else? Yes, yes, anybody else here? Yes, yes, any yes, yes, you can put it down. Yes, yes. Anybody in the balcony? Anybody? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 Anybody here on the right-hand? Yes. Oh, God, yes, 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 yes. God, fly this place. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, God, yes. I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will, to your way. I say yes, Lord, yes. It's your word I will obey. When your spirit speaks to me, my whole heart will agree. And my answer will be yes. Lord, yes. Everybody standing, please. Everybody standing. Everybody standing. Everybody standing. I want to pray this prayer because I believe the God who gave you the strength to raise your hand and say yes to him is the God who take your hand and leads you through every challenge, every trial, every test, every shortcoming, every unmet expectation. As you begin this journey, you're in a good place to be nurtured, to be fed, to be discipled, to do kingdom business together. Here with Pastor Foreman and Elisa and the rest of the staff. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you by your spirit gave each person the ability to raise their hands here this morning. And Father... As they begin this new journey with you, I pray that you will remind them that there's nothing they can go through without you being there with them. You made the promise. You're the greatest promise keeper the world has ever known. You've never broken your promise. And so God sealed every hand that was raised. And as they come to be trained, to be discipled, to be taught your word, fill them, Holy Spirit. Fill them to the overflow. And then, Father, use them to represent you in their families, in their communities, in the marketplace, at their homes. Use them, God, and then touch them in their bodies. God, there may be somebody here who needs healing in their emotions, healing in their bodies. Touch right now. Touch all over this place. Touch, God, in the name of Jesus. The healer is in the house. God, touch those who are struggling in their bodies. Touch those who are struggling in their emotions. Touch those who are struggling in their relationships. Touch! And for all that you do, God, we give you the glory We give you the praise in the name of Jesus, who is the Christ, for you being our personal performance enhancer. Help me to give God praise for who he is.
4: Amen. Wow. Will you let Bishop Wilson know how much you appreciate him bringing that powerful word? I know God has spoken to me today. You know, and Pastor Vaughn and the team are going to come and lead us. And of course, before we go to the Lord's table and receive communion together, and as they sing, I invite you just to let that word go over and over and over again in your spirit. Let it get deep down in there because God, well, I'll tell you, that, that shifting gears, I'm ready to go, man. I'll tell you what, this is such a powerful word for us at this time. Pastor Vaughn, will you lead us?
1: God is good all the time.
2: I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. The man's empty praise, treasures that fade are never enough. Then you came along and put me back together. Every design is now satisfied giving you love
1: sing it together.
2: There's nothing. Oh there's nothing. Afraid, to show you my weakness My failures and flaws Lord you've seen them all And you still call me afraid. yeah Cause the God of the mountain Is the God of the valley And there's Your mercy and grace won't find me again
4: Today we declare there really is nothing. Nothing is better than you. We thank you for your body that was broken for us. Because you were broken, we can be made whole. And we celebrate today that you are with us, you are for us. And as we eat of the bread of Christ, we're reminded that you are in us. Let's eat of the bread of Christ together. Jesus, thank you for your blood that was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. You gave your life so that we could have life, eternal life, meaningful life, abundant life. And Jesus, as we drink today, we remember that you're with us, you're for us. And by the power of your spirit, you're in us. Let's drink of the cup of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Can one more time, can we lift up our hands and our voices and give him praise? Lord, there's nothing better than you. Nothing. Oh, we declare our love for you today. Thank you for being so good to us. Our hearts are filled of gratitude that you're with us, you're for us, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are in us. And all God's people said, amen amen. Well, just a couple things before I dismiss you. Uh, Again, thanks for coming out today and and joining with us, whether you're here on campus or those watching online. If you need prayer right after service, you can contact us online. Or if you're on site, come down here to the front of the amphitheater and we'll have pastors down here to pray with you and pray for you. And I want to speak God's blessing over you as you go. Don't forget about the Ignite Silicon Valley Marriage Conference. I encourage you to sign up. It's gonna be a great event. I am so excited about that coming up at the end of February. Let me speak God's blessing over you as you go. I love my cathedral family, and I want you to have an awesome day, an awesome week in every way. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine brightly upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace and this week every day this week may you walk with an awareness that god is with you and he's for you and by the power of his spirit he is in you and i pray this in the name of the father son and holy spirit all god's people said amen god bless you go enjoy this
2: beautiful day man